Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. souls it's Cece how are we doing today today's episode is all about how to go from broken bitch because honey we've all been there to bad bitch which we all have inside of us we just need to go in and grab that bitch out it's possible I'm telling you but it takes work if you want to chat with me and connect with me you can find me on Instagram YouTube and TikTok vibe in with cc or on instagram i also have another account that bitch is positive and it's all artsy images just so that you don't have to feel judged or insecure you can just look at an instagram page with positive shit that looks cool and artsy and vibe with it because that's what we're all about as i said before i have my youtube coming it is in the works And I recently released a song called Sign. Make sure to check that out. Let's get into this. I get so many questions. Cece, how do I feel worthy? How do I cultivate worthiness? How do I feel confident? How do I get validation from within and not from others? And There is so many ways to do this, and I'm going to give you a basic structure of how I did this, and I'm going to give you all my dirty details, of course, I always will, but I want you to know that there's no one correct way, and maybe something that I focused on or that was good for me, it may look a little different for you, and that's okay. I'm just going to give you the simple guidelines, and then you can twist and turn them however you like. So let's go into step one. What is step one for cultivating worthiness? Step one is just to accept where you are. Let me explain. So um, this was at a time when I just, as I said in in the last podcast, when you are intimate with someone who doesn't think highly of you or doesn't see your worth, you start through energy transference to think their same thoughts, to feel that same energy. So I was intimate with someone who definitely did not think much of me, and I definitely did not think much of them either. So 
I was in a pretty low spot. I also was drunk calling my ex quite frequently. And this was at the time when he had his masculine mask on and he was acting very cold, like a cold, weird robot. And so I felt really shut down from him. I felt like I had no worthiness. I wasn't really happy where my body was at. I was not happy where I was mentally either. And I just felt so broken. And I remember this day so clearly. Basically, I was going out and I was going out every single weekend to the point where if I didn't go out and drink, I would have a mental breakdown because I needed a distraction so much from my own life because I hated pretty much everything about it. And so I was making sure to go out every single weekend and this one weekend in particular, I went out, I separated from the people I was with and I ended up going to this party alone I hope my mom does not listen to this, but I ended up going to a party back at this kid's house alone, and it was now like 4 a.m., and let me just explain to you, in New York City, the um, clubs and bars close way later than I apparently a lot of other places. I know in California, it's like way earlier, but where I was, the bar closed around like 3-ish. And so I went back to his place, and um, it wasn't just me. It was, like, other people, too. And then it was, like, 4.35, and they – it just – I don't know. Like, it was, like, over for me, and I just wanted to leave. And so I literally was like, all right, peace. I walked out. Um, I've never been where I was in this part of the city. I I didn't even know where I was, honestly. And I kept calling my cousin so I could Uber back to her, and she wasn't picking up. So I I think I didn't know her address or something, or I knew if I went, she wouldn't, like, open the door. I just knew, like, I couldn't get back to her. So what did I do? It's So it's 4.35-ish. I called my ex, like, seven times because he lives in Brooklyn, so I knew that like I could go there and I and I and I called other people they did not pick up the guy who made me feel like worthless I didn't even want to call him because I was like ew I don't want him to help me bye so I called my ex like four times he finally picked up I ended up going to his place and when I got there he was just so cold like so even colder than what I've experienced and um it made me feel so gross on the inside. We didn't sleep together or anything. Literally, we slept on opposite sides of the bed. I was freezing. It was fe- it was like February, I think. So I was or January. It was so no, I think it was it might have even been December. All right, it doesn't matter. But it was really cold. So I remember I was like I literally I told him I literally don't want to do anything with you. I'm just freezing. Can you just like hold me? And he was like, Cece, that's not a good idea. And I was like, okay, I'll just um, freeze my tits off then, I guess, or (laughs) not really sure. So then the next day, I went home, and I just – I felt horrible. I felt horrible on the inside. I just felt worthless. I felt confused. I felt angry and upset and sad and just not happy. So what I did is I got home. I literally slammed my head on my granite counter. I was like, all right, 
I got to do something because I feel broken right now. And what I did is just accept where I was. I just, I just accepted where I was. And then I got a huge poster board and I started writing out all of the reasons I'm proud of myself. I needed to remind myself because I couldn't remember. I didn't really know who I was at this point. I couldn't remember why to love myself. I didn't know why to be proud of myself. I didn't know where my worth was. I was seeking validation from guys when I was going out. It was not coming from within. And I felt empty. So I took a poster and I just started writing down why I was proud of myself. So because you're a different human than me, what you're going to write down may be different than what I wrote down, but I'm just going to give you some pointers of what I wrote so you can think about what you want to write. Some of the things I wrote was I had a 3.9 GPA, so I was proud about that. I was proud that even though I wasn't where I wanted to be physically, I still was working out and eating pretty healthy at the time. I was proud of myself that I was even making this board because I was not going to give up on myself. I was proud that I just was really taking the initiative on my healing finally and recommitting to meditation, to affirmations. And then I wrote a couple more down and then I wrote in a, a little bubble on the side, all the characteristics about myself that I like. I wrote, even if I didn't fully feel it, I still wrote it sort of as a manifestation too. Um, confident, bubbly, personality plus. I wasn't happy at the, that point, but I did write happy. I wrote basically a mis mix of characteristics I wanted to have and characteristics I did have um outgoing witty relaxed all these things and I would look at this poster every single day until I could literally memorize what it said about myself feel what it said about myself and manifest the feelings and characteristics I wanted that I did not yet have and eventually, I started to just feel better about myself. If you think about it, if you read every single day, I feel whole, I feel whole, I feel whole, or write that down, you start to feel different. So in addition to making this poster board, I started to meditate every single day. I would say this is like step two. Step two was meditation. And I did an Aaron Dowdy meditation on worthiness. You can find this for free on YouTube. I also just clicked on random self-love uh, meditations. And I would do this. And then I would also sit there with a little notebook and write out affirmations. Like, I radiate confidence. I am beautiful. I am whole and complete as is. I seek validation from within. My happiness comes from within. And I would just say this over and over and over and over in, until I believed it, until I convinced myself and subconsciously, because I wrote it down so many times, because I said it so many times, I started to choose 
differently. I started to choose options that actually did make me feel more full. It did make me feel worthy. And I want you to remember, we are eternal spiritual beings. Just by being born, you have inherent worth. You don't need to do anything to have worth. You inherently are worthy. Existence is not a mistake. I always say this. God didn't trip over some baking powder and it fell perfectly into a cup and out popped you. That's, that's not how it works. You were perfectly crafted to be here during this time. So to recap, step one is just to accept where you are. You can write down why you're proud of yourself, characteristics that you want, and characteristics that you have, and just look at this every single day. Accept that this is what you've done so far. These are the things you're proud of, and know that, I just threw my pen like across the room, (laughs) and know that you are going forward. Step two is meditation and affirmations, and I'm going to go even deeper into this in step three. What is step three? Step three is so important. Step three is to forgive yourself and others who have hurt you. In our 3D worlds, it doesn't look like we're all connected, but energetically we are. So that technically means that we are all one. I am you and you are me. If there's someone that you're hating on like every single day because they hurt you, you're actually just hating on yourself. And holding on to hatred, by the way, is not healthy. It's like giving your enemies poison, but then you drinking it. So it's not helpful to you. And you you need to realize that You have to start sending people blessings. You have to realize not everything is personal. They're acting out of their own wounds, just as probably you are too. More importantly than even forgiving them, though, is really forgiving yourself. We are not who we once were. In less than a year, all of our cells literally regenerate. We get a whole new sheet of cells. We physically, mentally, spiritually are not the same person as we were. We are constantly changing and every single day we get to choose who we want to be. So you need to start choosing forgiveness. I am not proud of things I've done in the past. I'm not. There's things that I was like, hmm, that was an interesting choice. But at the end of the day, I fully accept that I was doing the best I possibly could with what I knew at that time. At that time, I was operating from a broken, wounded place. And that's all I knew. And I honestly think there's no mistakes in life. I think everything that happens is meant to be and it still leads us to wherever we're supposed to go. I think that we never fail. I think failure is not a part away from success. It's not, there's not something called failure and something called success. Failure isn't going away from success. I think failure is literally connected to success. 
in order to succeed, we need to know, we need to have data of what didn't work. So failure literally drives us. It's a vehicle towards success. I kind of diverged from the point there, but so you need to forgive yourself and you need to forgive others. And no matter what you did in the past, it's okay. It is okay. And just like you're forgiving yourself, just like you're saying, hey, that was the best I knew how to do. You need to take that framework and apply it to anyone who's hurt you. For me, I realized that I was putting on a masculine mask and I was really wounded. I wasn't able to connect to my own heart. So that made it really hard for me to connect to anybody else. I realized that I needed to heal my feminine energy. I needed to reconnect with myself. One of the ways of healing a wounded feminine energy is actually through forgiveness. Forgiving the primary feminine energy that hurt you. So that might be your mom or or the female figure in your life who raised you or it doesn't have to be a female but anyone who had a more feminine energy that raised you or was in your life. So for me, I love my mom. She's amazing. She made every holiday so special. I'm still so close to her. She's literally my best friend. But she really, really hated her body. And, you know, we can't give love to others if we don't love ourselves. And she totally gave me love, but she also gave me a negative narrative that I had on repeat about my own body. I grew up watching her hating her body in the mirror, and she also was very, very thin, and I was not. So I was like, wow, she thinks that of her. I can't imagine what she thinks of my body. And then I would hate on my body from a really, really young age. And I had to heal this part of me because I couldn't continue to tell her story anymore. I I had to take back the pen and I needed to write my own story. And I don't, I'm not mad at her for this. At first I was a little bit like, what the F? But I realized she was doing the best she could. So I needed to forgive her because people can only give what they have inside. They can only give what they are capable of giving them to themselves. So I gave myself permission to forgive my mom and I give myself permission to forgive myself for hating my body for so, for so long. And I had to kind of come out of it and, and remove the veil and realize that, wait a second, these stories are not true. I am worthy of love just as I am. I am worthy of success just as I am. I am worthy of anything and I deserve anything that I want. I'm not going to believe these limiting beliefs just because the lead female energy in my life did. I'm beyond that. And I'll never forget literally in, uh, I think it was my, I want to say sophomore year of college, maybe freshman, I was meeting with my professor and there was a story about I hope I don't get this wrong, but a story about a girl who was 
I think she was overweight or something like that. And she had all the confidence in the world. And then there was a, a girl who was skinny or had like um, what they described as a good body. And she had no confidence. And it was a literature class. And I remember talking to the professor. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I've never even like heard of this. Like, I, I didn't understand. And he was like, why would you think someone derives their confidence from what they look like? Why would you think that someone's body dictates the confidence they should have? And I remember I was just stunned because that's literally all I've heard my whole entire life. And, you know, I was just, I was in shock. And I think I was, I was 19. So I was still a teenager and I've never heard this before. I grew up and my mom was putting on a full face. She still does a full face of makeup and hairspray to go to the gym. So I grew up thinking that what you looked like is how everyone will treat you. What you look like is where you derive your confidence from. What you look like is how you get validation from others. So I did not understand this concept at all. And thank God that I now do. But don't worry if it's still foreign to you because it, it will it will become natural because you're going to remember that that's what is true and authentic to you. You will remember, and for me, body image is probably my biggest obstacle. Like, I think I'm smart. I think I can be funny. I think I am really capable of things. I think I'm a very hard worker. My one thing is body image. That's like my, that's my, that's my biggest thing, I would say. And even though I've taken back a lot of my life and I've taken control over what I'm eating and what I'm putting into my body and, and working out, you know, that, that is still something that I face and I'm working towards healing every single day. But part of the healing is just forgiving where the, a wound, where the wound originated from. You have to do that so that you can, number one, be aware of what is actually bothering you and number two, start to heal from it by forgiving yourself for hating your body for years or whatever it is and forgiving where this limiting belief even came from. And I just want to say, if no one's told you, I'm so fucking proud of you because you are literally changing your family's bloodline, generations to come you're changing their whole entire world because just by you, the one person stepping out from the veil, stepping out from the limiting beliefs, you are stopping generational trauma, generational curses, because I believe that a generational curse is just repeating limiting, limiting beliefs over and over and over again throughout generations. You are stopping this. I know it might seem heavy at times, but you need to understand that you're not only healing for you, but you are healing for generations and generations to come. Step four. Step four is facing the emotions, facing the traumas. So trauma is stored in the body and you need to release this tension or else it comes out as physical pain. Ways to release this tension could be yoga, walking, exercising, meditation, breathing in and out, in and out, 
anything like that. You need to shake it up. You need to dance just for the fuck of it. Just let it go. And don't be so rigid. So so trauma stored in the body. Okay, we're going to add in some movement. And so I committed to working out at least six days a week. And with doing this, I paired it with honoring my feelings because I don't want to store emotions in my body. I want to move them out, but I also want to honor them. I'm not going to ignore them. I'm not going to pretend like, hey, this didn't happen. I'm not hurt. No, because that is, again, putting on the masculine mask and pretending that everything's okay. So you need to honor your emotions. If you don't want to do something, do not fucking do it. You are not, you were not put on this earth to people please others. You need to put yourself on the pedestal, love yourself, and thy neighbor will love you too. So put yourself on the pedestal and honor what you're feeling. You tell yourself, say, I give myself permission to feel my emotions. It's my right. It's my birthright to feel my emotions. If, if you want, literally go outside, sit on the ground if you can, no shoes. Sit on the ground and put your hand on your heart and just say, I give myself permission to connect with my heart. Connecting with your heart is connecting to your feminine energy. And breathe deeply. And I would go outside every single day and I kind of thank the pandemic for this because I was forced to stay home. I was forced to face my emotions. I couldn't go out and distract myself anymore. I was forced to be like, you know what? You got to figure this shit out because you have nowhere else to run. We cannot run. We can not outrun the race against pain. Wherever we go, there we are. So sit down and deal with these emotions. I had to deal with my breakup. I had to be like, all right, what the fuck has been happening these past months? What happened? What went on? How do I even feel about him? How do I feel about myself? How do I feel about these other guys that I've met that I've talked to? And I realized I had wounds before that relationship that I'd try to bandage up with that relationship. I was like, oh, let me just go into this relationship, bandage up these wounds I won't have to face them and I was like whoa whoa, whoa. I've had wounds way before him and I'm gonna have them after if I don't actually sit here and heal this the fuck out just heal it I you know had to create my own safe space to flow through and, and that's what I did I realized that I am worthy and I don't have to do anything to be worthy because as I said, just by being born, we are inherently worthy. I don't have to be doing work all the time. I'm safe. I don't need to overdo stuff anymore. I can rest in my feminine energy. I can just meditate. I can just relax. I can just go on a walk. I can just dance around. I don't have to do anything right now. I can just sit here and and feel my emotions and heal. And and I can give myself the love that I've been looking for in all these other people who honestly didn't know how to love me correctly because I couldn't even connect with my own heart. 
If you've been looking for not just a fun but free way to relax into your divine feminine energy, oh, do I have the perfect thing for you. Recently, I've been playing this game called Seeker's Notes. It's a cut above traditional hidden object games set in a beautiful post-Victorian era where every corner holds a secret and your job is to decide the fate of this cursed city. I love playing this game because it allows me to unplug from the outside world and relax into my present moment. I love just enjoying the puzzles and brain teasers. And it's not just memory games and jigsaw puzzles. It's also really beautiful to look at. It gives Bridgerton, but with interactive fun. It's totally free, no annoying ads, and no Wi-Fi needed. Try Seeker's Notes now. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I shut down the feminine parts of me for so long because I didn't feel safe and I had wounds from very, very young and I never healed them. And I was like, okay, it seems like I'm going through this breakup and that's one thing, but below the surface, there's so much more here that I have to heal. I've had wounds for for so many years that I've been trying to just cover up with relationships or friends and the truth is these people come and go but these wounds stay and they'll continue to stay unless you allow yourself time and space to heal them. If you're going through a breakup, listen, I, I, I'm sending you so much love. I know it's it's hard but you need to realize now that this person left – you now have the space, you have the opportunity, you have the room to create beauty, to create healing, to create abundance. You have the room and the opportunity to learn who you are. And this brings us to step five. Step five to cultivating worthiness is probably the funnest step, is just to date yourself. Take yourself out. Learn who it is that you are now that you have this time. I didn't know who I was after my breakup. I had no idea because I was in it for so long and I lost myself. And I was like, I don't even know what I like to do. So I started taking myself out on high vibe dates. And how do we get to know someone? We spend time with them. I needed to spend time with myself to... Number one, connect with my feminine energy. Number two, to find out who I was and to feel proud of who I am. But how could I feel proud if I don't even know who that is? 
So I would take myself on hikes. I took myself on picnics. I took myself to beautiful parks and, and by the water to do meditations. I would just, I would take myself shopping. I would take myself wherever I wanted to go. And I took myself to exercise classes, took my dogs to like a dog park, just high vibe, relaxing things. And I was a little bit limited because of COVID, but at the end of the day, I still found ways to to be in nature, to date myself, to learn about who I am. I even tried new restaurants. That was just like a little thing. I just tried new food, new new foods, new salads at different places, and that was fun for me. I started to paint. I didn't even know I liked to paint, and now I do. I started to read books. I hated reading books my whole entire life. And I found out I don't hate reading books. I didn't like the content I was reading. And now I'm reading at least two books a month. These are these are whole personality traits I did not know I had. I found confidence because I finally was like sure of who I am and what I like and what I don't like that I naturally started to feel more confident. I started to just watch movies by myself. I never would have done this before, but I found interesting shows, interesting movies. I started listening to Joe Rogan, his podcast, and all these different scientists and quantum physicists. And I never was really interested in this stuff. Well, I've always loved science, but I never really was interested in at least physics until I actually gave myself the opportunity to learn about it. So while you're dating yourself, I want you to try new things. You have to try new things because that's how you learn about who you are and what you want. And you're going to have so much fun and I'm so excited for you to try new things. And when you do this and you find what it is you love, you start to align with your authentic vibration. And this is when magic happens because when you align with your authentic vibration, you're aligning with the universal love energy. And this is when all the opportunities, people, everything that's meant for you will align with you because you're now authentically vibrating to who you were meant to be. Step six. So I love this step. It's all about seeking validation from yourself and not other people. So once you start dating yourself, you're going to find out what makes you happy. And little by little, you're going to stop caring what other people think. I used to think, oh, it's so weird to like go on a hike alone or go to the park alone. Now I don't give a fuck because I enjoy it and it makes me happy. So by trying new things, by finding out what it is I like, by finding happiness in it, I started to give less of a fuck what other people thought. And I stopped seeking validation in other people. And the same thing is going to happen for you. I know that there's certain people's opinions I don't ask for because I know their reaction is going to be a low vibe reaction. And I don't need it in my life. So this goes the same for if someone you know might be a little jealous or they're not easily impressed or you know their their reaction is not going to be great and they asked you what's going on in your life you can just say I'm working on something and it's not done yet but I will let you know when it is because if you know you're going to be like 
I'm doing a podcast. I have a, I have a TikTok. And they're going to be like, um, I don't understand. It, it's going to piss you off and it's going to lower your vibe. And we don't want that negative energy, you know, even coming towards us. But we would never give our power away to them. And we would never allow them to lower our energy. But before we even get to that, let's just put up a shield really fast and say, you know what? It's none of their fucking business and I don't need to tell them anything that's going on in my life anyways. So I'm just going to avoid the slight chance that they may even have the possibility of bringing my vibe down. For example, I know my dad is not easily impressed. So therefore, I don't tell him when, you know, I get to the next 10,000 followers on TikTok. I just don't even mention it because he'd be like, okay, well, when are you going to be at 100,000? And if I hit 100,000, he'd be like, okay, well, when are you going to be at 200,000? So I know that reaction would not make me feel good. And I know I feel good in however many followers I have because I love them, I'm connecting with them, and wherever I am is where I'm meant to be. So I'm happy with this and I don't need to seek validation from him, especially when I know that it's not going to make me feel good. You have to, you know, be aware that people can only be as happy for you as they are from themselves and everyone's operating through their own filter of limiting beliefs, uh, wounds and blah, blah, blah. So Although it's not personal, his reaction, and he may never feel that anything he does for himself is good enough, I don't need that energy in my life. You know, I'm very different than him. He places a lot of emphasis and importance on monetary value of things, and I more just want to connect with people, and of course I have to make a living somehow, but I'm more and hyper-focused and and concerned with actually helping people heal. At the end of the day, you know what's best for you. I know what's best for me. So I don't need to seek validation in other people, and neither do you. You have to do what makes you happy, and once you date yourself, you're going to find out what that is. Because if you don't and you listen to other people, what are you going to do? Oh, I know. You're just going to resent them. So listen to your own heart, listen to your own intuition, and that's the direction that you need to go, not go listen to Susan and Mary about what they think is right for your life, because ultimately, they don't know. They don't know. Step seven. So at this point, what have we done? We have, step one, accepted where we are, and we wrote down why we're proud of ourselves. But still looking forward knowing we're going to create more opportunity to be proud of ourselves. We step two started to connect with our heart, meditating, writing down affirmations. Maybe we started looking at things that we want to manifest. Step three, we have forgiven ourselves and realized that we are human. We're not always going to feel 100%. But we will work through it always. And we've forgiven the lead feminine energy in our life that may have hurt us. We have forgiven ourselves for hating our bodies. We have forgiven anyone and everyone who's hurt us. And we can do this by just, you know, in your head, sending them a blessing. You don't even have to reach out to them. Step four, you faced your emotions. You're no longer pushing down what is bothering you and what you're feeling. You are one with your emotions. You are 
taking data from your emotions and asking yourself, why do I feel this way? And, and you're digging into it. You're meditating on it. You're, you're not getting mad at yourself for feeling down. You're just accepting it as data. And as a scientist, you're, you're looking into why you may be feeling these emotions. Step five, you're dating yourself. You are finding what makes you happy. Step six, you stop seeking validation from others because you know what makes you happy and it doesn't matter what any other person says. Step seven is to start accomplishing things that may seem hard to you. What do I mean? So in the beginning, months back, I thought, you know, intermittent fasting doesn't sound so easy. Intermittent fasting is interesting to me. It would help me on my weight loss journey, my self-love journey. I also um, started to get really into healing the body. And they said if you don't eat for a certain amount of hours, I think the like lower number is like 12 hours in between your first and last meal or your last and first meal allows your body to just heal because it's it's not working on breaking down all of the food. So I was like, okay, I want to start intermittent fasting. I want to work out six days a week. I want to start reading two books a month. And I want to start meditating. I didn't do it every single day, but a bunch of times basically. And if I don't meditate, then I want to journal or like have time where I can like read or just like kind of sit with myself. And what this did was, okay, like it's Monday, I'm going to run three miles and then do some weights. So I would do it and afterwards I'd be so fucking happy that I just accomplished that. I was like, wow, like I just ran three miles. At first that felt like it was going to suck, but I did it and I'm proud of myself. I started reading two books a month and I was like, wow, you know, I I would never like a year ago think I was going to be able to do this and I can and I'm proud of myself. I would wait the 12 hours or the or the 16 hours um, of fasting and I'd be like, wow, a year ago, again, I never thought I would be doing this. So I'm fucking proud of myself. So accomplish things that seem hard and you'll naturally start becoming prouder of yourself because you're like, fuck, I'm really doing this. And as you become more proud, you start becoming more confident because you're like, damn, I did that and I did that and I did that and I did that and I did that. I'm telling you, start with baby steps. But even right now, I'm doing a puzzle with my brother and it's 550 pieces. I was like, um, this is our second day doing it. The first day I almost gave up and I was like, no, I'm going to finish this. We are going to do it together and I'm going to be so proud when I'm finished. If you have problems with procrastination, something like that, realize that procrastination, what it is, is something triggers you, you get stressed out, then you reward yourself by pushing it off a little bit more and then you feel safe again and happy. But if you can... When you see the thing that's about to stress you out, just face it head on. Just do it for five minutes. And studies show, I think it was it was a high number. Like most of the time when you start something just for five minutes, you end up doing it, doing it more for five minutes. So if you want to start exercising, 
Literally just start exercising for five minutes a day. You'll probably go over five minutes. And eventually, you know, you'll build your way up. It's, it's all about baby steps. Everything is about baby steps. Abraham Hicks has a scale of emotions. And it's called a scale for a reason. Because you have to climb it like you would a ladder. One step at a time. At the bottom is jealousy and, and guilt and anger and all the way at the top is powerful and free. And, you know, if you're really upset, you're not going to just jump to the top of the scale. No, but baby steps, you can get there. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, don't let that feeling of procrastination come in. Don't let that trigger you. Be like, no, I'm going to do five minutes and if I feel like I'm done at that point, then I'll finish. And maybe tomorrow I'll do 10 minutes. But I'm telling you, most of the time, if you start it for the five minutes, you're going to keep going. Step eight of cultivating worthiness. This is sort of just a little lesson I wanted to throw in here. So, huh, I love this. <laughs> I want you to understand that someone else's beauty, their success, their abundance, their wealth, their spouse, their clothes, whatever it is they have does not take away from you and what you have. What they have does not take away from the possibility of what you could have. So you need to understand that jealousy, honestly, it is a disease. I'm telling you, it's so bad for you. Whatever you condemn, whatever you hate on, you lose. Whatever you send blessings to, whatever you love, whatever you appreciate, you can manifest. You bring closer to you. You align with. If you're hating on something that someone else has, that sends out signals to the universe that you don't want that. So let's say you see someone with a huge house on Instagram and you're like, oh my God, like they got that house with money from doing nothing, like blah, blah, blah. You need to understand that you're condemning their success. You're condemning their huge mansion. So now the universe thinks, oh, this, this person doesn't want a huge house. This person doesn't want success. Let's throw that to someone else. You need to start sending blessings to people who've hurt you, like we said, and to people who have what you want. When you see someone that has what you want, you need to realize that you are whole and complete they are whole and complete. And seeing them have it means that it is possible for you to have. They are a human who successfully manifested their dreams that happen to be similar to your dreams. If they can do it, you can do it. Because they have nothing over you. We are all made from the same materials. From the same materials. They're not lucky. They didn't just happen to fall upon this like blinding, beautiful, sparkling star and it gave them magical powers and now they can have whatever they want. No, no, but maybe, maybe you can look beyond the, the photo you're seeing and be like, you know what? Maybe they just did deep healing work. Maybe they took time to discover who they were. Maybe they were sitting with their pain and now have released it. Maybe they quiet their mind and meditate every day and now they have what they want. You need to not condemn but send blessings and send appreciation to what it is you want. 
nothing anyone else has takes away from you. There's enough abundance. There's enough space. There's enough room for everyone, everyone in the world to get what they want. Do you know how much freaking energy is in this place? We only know stuff about our own galaxy. That's it. There's so much more out there. There's so much more space. Literally, I just want you to stretch your body right now and realize that there's room for you, your voice, and everything you want in this world. Step nine. Step nine is all about self-care. So obviously, a lot of these steps are entangled with self-love. And a really cool way to practice self-love that I love is self-care. So when you're doing your morning routine, skincare, whatever it is, in the morning, even if you just brush your teeth, I want you to say positive affirmations in the mirror while you're doing this. You can say, I am whole and complete. I radiate confidence. You can Google these or make them up yourself. You can make them more personal or more general. And just really look at yourself. Don't look at your physical flesh body. Look into your eyes, to your soul, who you really are. Really look at yourself and appreciate your being. Appreciate your body. You know, as I said, one of my biggest things is self-image, but I had to learn I have to appreciate my legs. They have brought me to countries and to places and to museums that I never could have gone without them. They walked me around there. My eyes have allowed me to see all this beauty in the world. My hands have allowed me to touch the softest blankets, the softest pillows. And we need to look beyond our little insecurities. And we need to have gratitude for what we have in our life. When we have gratitude, we automatically are a magnet for so much more. When we have gratitude, we just align with more blessings and more opportunities. So while you're doing your self-care, really look at yourself. Think about yourself more than just this physical thing. And say affirmations. If you put on a face mask, Say affirmations. My skin is so soft and glowing. My skin is so beautiful. I love having clear, glowing skin. And, and, you know, you can do this with a friend, too, if if that makes you feel better. And another part of self-care is not giving your energy, your body, your attention to just anybody. Because not everyone will know how to handle your beautiful fucking bad bitch energy. They won't. So you need to be selective about who you give your energy, your body, and your time to. In the last or two podcasts ago, we said energy transference. If you sleep with someone who doesn't think highly of you, their energy transfers onto you and you start having these thoughts. And I know this is true because I've literally experienced it myself. Um, And if you don't believe me, just try this out. I invite you. I'm just giving you the space to try this stuff out. Um, You don't have to do all these steps. You don't have to do any of these steps. But this is what helped me, and um, I really believe it can help you too. I said, you know what? I'm not going to just even kiss anybody when I go out. I'm going to be selective. 
I am going to only give my time and energy. At the time, I was on Hin- uh, Tinder and Hinge. I was like, I'm only going to talk to guys who I actually like, who show real interest and have actual conversations with me. I'm only going to focus on things that make me happy. I'm going to stop saying yes to plans that I don't fucking want to do. And you need to remember, like, yes, we can always tap into the universal loving energy and get more energy, but on a daily basis, we really only have so much energy to go around and we can't waste it on people, on things, on on situations that we don't want to waste it on. We don't want to put our energy towards something that our heart isn't in. And when you start caring for your your body and your energy and your intellect and your brain and you start feeding yourself healthy foods, self part of self-care is feeding your little temple, your little body, healthy foods. By exercising, even if this means walking for five minutes, I don't care. Just move your body in some sort of way so that you can move out stagnant negative energy. Because if it lives in your body, it becomes physical pain later on. And finally, step 10 is speaking your motherfucking truth. Yes, speaking your truth. This step I put last because it takes maybe a little bit. Maybe not for everybody, but for me at least. It took me a second to speak my truth. I had to realize that I needed to try new things. I needed to date myself. I needed to find what made me happy. I needed to accomplish difficult tasks like eating healthy, intermittent fasting, working out, reading books to feel confident to learn who who I even was. And once I could do this, and and I felt more complete, even though I always was complete, I realized that, you know what, I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm going to make a TikTok and talk about what I want to talk about. And when you speak your authentic truth, look what happens. I was able to gain so many new followers. I was able to meet so many interesting and cool, loving people all around the world and have real conversations about real shit that happens in everyday life. Real conversations, guys, that I never could have had. And I realized that for the first time in my life, I'm being authentically me. I'm speaking authentically in Cece's language. And therefore, I'm aligning with all the people who I'm meant to align with. And it's a beautiful, loving, liberating experience. You need to stop being afraid of speaking your truth. You need to... Literally put yourself on the pedestal and realize that we come into this world and we leave this world alone. The person you're going to be with your whole entire life is you. So you need to make sure that you're happy. You need to fill up your own cup. And I've already said this, but I'm going to say it again. Love yourself and thy neighbor will love you too. Speak your authentic truth so that you can align with everything that's meant for you. Alrighty, angels, I'm going to run through the steps one last time, and then we're going to wrap this shit up in a pretty little bow. So, step one, accept where you are and make it clear, why are you proud of yourself? Remind yourself. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves how much of a bad bitch we actually are. Step two, start meditating. Start connecting with your heart, with your feminine energy. Sit outside, sit on the ground, in the grass, on concrete, wherever you are, and 
literally just cry. Just meditate and cry. I would sit out there for hours connecting with my heart and cry and realize how much emotion I was really holding on to. Say those affirmations. Sing those affirmations. Scream those affirmations. I don't care how you do it. But say them and realize that they're true. Subconsciously, you're going to be training yourself to make decisions that will ultimately end up making you feel how whatever you're writing. So if you're writing, I'm whole and complete, you'll start making decisions that lead you to realize that you are already whole and complete. Step three, forgive yourself. You are not the same person you were physically, mentally, spiritually three months ago, two months ago, one month ago. So why are you holding on to that? Hmm? Why? The longer you hold on to a weight, the heavier it is. Guilt, frustration, anger, the, the longer you hold on to this, the heavier it gets. Just let it go. Set that shit down. You don't need it. And while you're doing that, forgive anyone who has hurt you because at the end of the day, we're all connected. If you send blessings to them, you send blessings to, guess who? Yourself. Step four, face the emotions. Just face them. I promise you the only thing to fear is fear itself. The only thing to fear is never facing any of your emotions at all because then it will live in your body forever and you'll keep making the same mistakes if you want to call them that. You'll keep repeating the same patterns until you actually face what it is that is bothering you. Step five, invite some fun into your life and date yourself. Find out what you like, what you don't like, and you'll naturally see opportunities, friends, people, lovers starting to align with you that you never would have known about. Step six, don't seek validation from outside sources, especially when they're a negative person. People can only give to you what they can give to themselves. If you want real validation, you got to feel it from within. Step seven, start accomplishing things that are difficult for you. Set aside time, literally set aside time where you try something new or something that you think is hard and just work at it. Even if it's for five minutes, eventually you'll do it more and more and more. Step eight, realize that there's enough space in this world to have everything you want and that someone else's abundance, wealth, Anything that they have does not take away from yours. Stop comparing yourself. Do not condemn. What you condemn, you lose. What you appreciate, you align with. Step nine, self-care. I love self-care. This can look like meditation. This can look like reading. This can look like a face mask. This can look like eating healthy. This can look like putting seaweed or celery. What is it that they put on their eyes? I don't even know. Some green vegetable on your eyes and putting a face mask on and calling it a freaking day. Step 10, speaking your truth, being who you're meant to be, discovering yourself. By the way, I have a whole podcast on that as well, but just being true to who you are. We didn't come here to be people pleasers. Nah, didn't happen. Sorry, that's not how it works. Anyways, I invite you to just try some of these steps. I hope you'll try all of them because they have worked wonders for me. I'm telling you, 
I went from a broken bitch crying on a church floor, literally having a mental breakdown in front of uh, anyone who walked through the door because I had no shame at that point. I was literally at the lowest point of my life. And then I went to making decisions that I didn't feel proud of, but now I believe were destined for me to make, to slamming my head on a concrete countertop and then making a poster of why I'm proud of myself, which changed my life and led me into all these other steps. When we are at our lowest point, that just means we have the highest potential to grow. We have the highest potential to change our lives. Falling down just means that you're looking at the world from a different perspective. That's it. It doesn't mean you're losing. You're just looking at things from a different perspective. I love you so much, like actually so much. I'm sending you so, so much love. I'm praying for you. Anyone with a broken heart, God, please heal all of their wounds. Sew every single inch back together and make it stronger than before. Show them who they really are. Allow them to find who they are. Allow them to love themselves, to love you, to love life, to remember the bad bitch inside of them. I decree and declare that every single person who listens to this podcast will turn a new leaf, will feel like the baddest bitch around, will find validation within themselves, will find self-love, will see that they are worthy just by being born, that they are beautiful, that they are strong, that they are courageous, that they radiate confidence, that they can have, be, do whatever they want in this world, that they are a powerful co-creator, that they are eternal spiritual beings, and that they can see this clearly. The veil is lifted and they no longer are broken. They are a bad bitch. Okay, love you. One more love me, like Tennessee, but I'm